Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Three, three, two, two, one. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. Here is your host, Mike Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the home opener, election eve, arraignment eve, Monday edition. How you doing, Dominic? I am awesome, Crudy. Good to see you, Evan, working hard on the board. Our fair audience and the Brewers, well, they did a hell of a job today. 10-0. Oof. 10-0. We gave away some good seats. Conservative Gary, you better be listening to our show now. <laughs> we are the 10-0 Brewer postgame show. You know, nothing better than hearing Bob Euchre on the call. Yeah. Bryce Turing hits a grand salami on opening day. Echoes of Johnny Jaha. <laughs> but, you know, when, when he hit it, Euchre was on the call. And uh, it was like he was a kid again. You know, the the passion, the, the, the sound of his voice when the ball is deep and get up, get up, get out of here. God, everyone knows that call in the whole state of Wisconsin. Spring is now upon us. Euchre has called his first grand salami of the spring. So Brewers, three and one. Three top and one on top of the, the NL Central, Crudy. Three and one. Take it, baby. Number one. We're going to the World Series. I've got a good <laughs> feeling. Uh, Dom, I've also got a good feeling about tomorrow and the big Supreme Court election right here. It's the biggest, biggest spring election of our lifetimes. And I don't think I've ever said that about a spring election. This one's kind of big. Uh, in deference to that fact, we've got the Democratic Party of Wisconsin chair, our pal Ben Wickler's joining us in the happier happy hour, 5.05 today. So we'll talk with Ben. We'll find out what the last minute preparations are. Yeah, man. But Dom, I'm, out a, the wire now. I'm a little concerned. I understand my favorite candidate, a little under the weather. Staying close to home, she's not able to campaign. These are valuable hours and minutes lost. Dom. You know, it's time to shake some babies and kiss some hands. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, the headline, Daniel Weiss getting his last cracks in here before <laughs> election day. Dan Kelly travels the state before the Supreme Court election. Well, our favorite candidate, Janet Protosiewicz, is grounded by illness. Oh, no. Oh, no, Janet. I hope you get well soon. You got to get out there tomorrow. Dominic, the final full day of campaigning for a crucial seat on the state Supreme Court. So one candidate flying from city to city across Wisconsin, while the other was grounded once again because of a respiratory infection. Ugh. Former Justice Dan Kelly, by wanker appointment, a conservative spent money on a seven-city trip across the great what Badger State, stretching from Waukesha to Hudson in a private jet, apparently owned by a family of anti-abortion advocates. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Dan Kelly flew across the state of Wisconsin, stretching from Waukesha to Hudson 
in a private jet, apparently owned by a family of anti-abortion advocates. Anti-abortion advocates. Didn't Dan Kelly say we will? We have no idea how he would ever vote in an abortion case. Right? It'll all That's come the guy down who's flying to... around in the private jet of the anti-abortion advocates. That Dan Kelly, that guy. He will be unaffected by the luxury <laughs> transportation, <laughs> the in-kind contributions, Tom. Uh, Milwaukee County Circuit Judge Janet Protasiewicz, by contrast, was nowhere to be found on the campaign trail for the fifth consecutive day because of illness. Oof. Not one day, five days, Tom. Forcing surrogates to fill in for her. Protasiewicz, a liberal, was last seen campaigning on Wednesday during a virtual forum sponsored by the Milwaukee chapter of the NAACP. Campaign officials says she has continued to test negative for COVID-19. Uh, Dom... I understand you had a quote from the campaign. Uh, Sam Roker saying this, Judge Janet Protasiewicz was diagnosed with a respiratory infection over the weekend as and is doing well. She will return to the campaign trail on Tuesday. Tuesday, that's tomorrow, that's voting day, uh, including voting in person and attending her election night event with supporters. Hopefully a glorious victory event. Uh, let's see here. Let's jump down in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Daniel Bice, as Curtis said, get one last shot out there. Uh, let's see. To travel the state, Kelly, an appointee of former Governor Scott Walker. There you go, Curtis. That one's for you. Has been flying on a Cessna Citation 5 that appears to be owned by Paul and Elizabeth Kepler of Oconomowoc. The Kelly campaign described the couple as supporters. Neither returned calls on Monday. The Reverend Landon Huey, pastor of the Oasis Church in Eau Claire, mentioned Kelly's plane during a Sunday church service in which the candidate spoke. Quote, I know you've here I know you're here shortly, you got to jump on a plane and head to another event, but I'd like to just pray over you if that's okay, Huey said. Paul Kepler is a retired U.S. Air Force officer and an airline pilot. Elizabeth Kepler is the daughter of Bruce Bell, founder of Bellmark, a Green Bay Area packaging company. Her sister's husband, Carl Schmidt, is Bellmark CEO chief and has been a longtime board member of Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce, the state's business lobby. WMC officials would not say whether he is currently on the group's 52-member board. Uh, and we talked about yes, uh, I'm sorry, last week that they're political arm pulled the ad because it was revict, uh, revictimizing a rape victim. Uh, Paul and Betsy Kepler, Bruce Bell, Carl Schmidt, other Bell family members are also officers of the Easter Foundation Incorporated, a personal foundation with assets of $41.9 million in 2020. And the foundation made grants to places like the Pregnancy Resource Center of Southwest Florida, a crisis pregnancy center, quote unquote, give them $140,000. 2020, they give the Wisconsin Right to Life a thousand bucks. Focus on Family three thousand. The Heritage Foundation fifteen thousand, and a number of other religious, political, and charitable organizations. It also gave the Medical College of Wisconsin fifty thousand dollars. On a blog that he contributed to, Kelly wrote that everyone knows abortion takes the life of an unborn child, but he said pro-choice groups still favor making abortion legal to preserve sexual libertinism. Too much sexual liberty out there for you folks. So if if you wonder now, it's not illegal for the former justice to be flying around in a private plane owned by millionaire abortion act advocates, anti-abortion advocates. But, you know, consider the company and vote accordingly. No, it's probably not illegal, Dom, but there are certain 
in-kind contribution caps that you would have to a particular campaign if this is the fourth or fifth day that Kelly's been using private air transportation, using a jet. I mean, these things are usually billed out by the hour, right? And unless we assume the jet started from Wisconsin this morning, they also charge you for the air freight to get the jet here to pick your ass up and fly your ass to seven different locations around the state. Here's the math I'm doing, Dom. You could certainly exceed $20,000 in private airfare with seven different donation, uh, destinations across the state of Wisconsin in a single day. Are we sure that these aren't campaign violations? Uh, I'm certain that the Kelly campaign, if there were to be such a thing, would you know go to the bank and cut a check and pay for their own air services once the limits were reached per campaign law in the state of Wisconsin. Remember when Wanker used to use the state airplane? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure Dan Kelly would use it if he had access to it. You know, sort oh, of like right? a, one of the Wanker large, kids maybe. using a state van to move his personal stuff. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, Socialism. How are you feeling about tomorrow's big race, Don? Other than the uh, fact, Pro you know, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic, but it's a spring. You know, it's spring. Uh, spring election. You know, weather might. You know, I don't know what's the weather going to be like. Those kinds of things Could can have severe. an impact. And the fact that the candidate hasn't been really out pounding it for the last several days because of an illness, that's a little concerning. But I got to be honest, man. I mean, I think most people, if you're listening to this show, you already made up your mind. Uh, now it's just a matter of the formality of getting your ass to the polls and doing it. So I don't know if that changes the calculation much, uh, but I'm cautiously optimistic. A couple of concerns tomorrow, and you heard it here first. The chance of severe weather across the state of Wisconsin is increasing. Apparently there's a big storm just to the south of us, and if it pushes northwards, uh, it could really affect late-in-the-day voting tomorrow. And let's not forget, Brewers back at it. Tomorrow night, they got the Mets at 640. First pitch. You cannot go to that Brewer game unless you've done your duty and voted in the state Supreme Court race here in the great state of Wisconsin. I'm going to have to check around. We might have some some tickets sitting around for some oh, early voters, Tom. Yeah. You know, well, you can't, you, can't, you, know, you can't give a quid pro quo, but you could certainly win some on the radio station, Curdy. And tomorrow, 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 let's see. So not only the Wisconsin Supreme Court election, I thought there was something else happening tomorrow. Um, Brewer game, 640, we Brewer covered game, that. Okay, that's right, that's right. And uh, Jana Prosewicz to the Wisconsin Supreme Court election. Okay, what was, oh, that's right. The former guy, he gets a rain tomorrow. Did you hear? He's in New York. I can't even believe it. Dom, you've been saying the coverage of this has reminded you a lot of OJ on the run. It, it, OJ on the run, totally. I mean, it's been, and I, as I was driving in the car, I listened to a little MSNBC, CNN, and Fox, just going back and forth. And they're all giving like minute by minute, second by second updates. Oh, you know, the, the plane is pulled left. Oh, Donald Trump, he must have, you know, when you, when you sit down and, and, and you get ready to deplane, he must have, you know, oh, turned on his, his phone and started, you know, Truthy socially and all. And it was just, and all though those three networks were all just like wall to wall. And I'm like, my God, you people, that's it's not that big a deal. I mean, yeah, he's there. Okay, but are there other things? I don't need that kind of granular, oh, look, OJ, he's slowed down on the middle of the highway and the cops are several cars behind and what's going on? You know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a little over the top, uh, but perhaps we'll get into that more in the five o'clock hour. Perhaps. Perhaps. Dom, also, there may 
there may be an effort from the National Democrats, the DCCC, to try and win a couple of congressional seats here in the state of Wisconsin. Do they they know the election's over, right? I mean, it it it's over. That one from the midterms, right? The, the midterms when they yeah, didn't really make any particular effort to take out Brian Style and apparently Senator Brad Paff, who still state Senator Brad Paff cuz he ain't Congressman Brad Paff. It's insurrectionist Congressman Van Orden, right? In the third? We're playing out all over the third time. I hope Dan Kelly's not getting drunk on a anti-abortion airplane in-kind contribution flight because that would probably tip him over the $20,000 contribution limit. Come back, more devils. When they go low, we get high. The Devil's Advocates. And we are back from the 420 break. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. You can be a part at 844-967-2789. Dominic, the most important spring election of my lifetime, of my lifetime, what's at stake? Just the soul of Wisconsin, just our political future, fair maps, abortion rights, maybe Medicaid expansion, legalize marijuana eventually. All of those things can change starting tomorrow if you just vote for Janet Protosiewicz. Or or we can be stuck in 1849 because Dan Kelly demonstrated every indication he's a abortion extremist, right? Yes. I don't think he denies it. Claims he doesn't know how he'd vote on the whole issue if it came before the court. But, you know, I think the private jet flights are a little bit of a tell. Maybe. Maybe. And, you know, every other issue, Dan Kelly's already got something of a record. He was a wanker appointment to the court. You remember when Prosser retired a little bit early, you know, wanted to spend more of his corrupted time with family. Well, Dan Kelly demonstrated himself to be a partisan hack of the worst sort. You find me any case where Dan Kelly defied party or, or company line. And I tell you, I'd be shocked if you can find an individual case where Dan Kelly voted against the conservative bloc on any topic, any legal principle, any case in the four years that he was an appointee to the court. Find any judicial independent whatsoever. And I might consider voting for the man. But I don't think you can find a single case where he showed any skosh, not a you-know-what hair of uh, Come on, man, he's a constitutional conservative, and if they just happen to be conservatives before his court, uh, they just made better arguments. You know, that's, that's, that's what did Robin Voss say? You know, it's not gerrymandering. It's just better candidates and better ideas. But despite the top-of-the-ticket results where Democrats often win statewide in this state, can't seemingly catch a break. I'm like two-thirds of the legislative districts, just <laughs> better ideas and better candidates in two-thirds of the districts, except the urban ones where they're cracked and packed, right? Right. This could all start to change. The lawsuits coming before the court could change the outcome. 
And hell, you know, if you are a public sector employee and you liked having, you know, the ability to collectively bargain and have some say over your workforce conditions, well, just think about that. It could be restored with, you know, let's say one new member of the court, just one. Call her Janet Protasiewicz or Justice Janet Protasiewicz, if you will. Let's call her Justice Elect soon as long as you do your part, and that's twofold. A, you got to vote, and B, you got to call the devil's advocates and be super cool. 844-967-2789. First in today, Ron from Milwaukee. Welcome, Ron. What do you got for us? Hi, Ron. Uh, hi. I've been looking at the uh, political weather reports, and I think tomorrow it's going to be a rain day. And uh, as a result, the brewers will be just fine and dry because of the dome. But unfortunately, the former guy is going to be arranged, and when it's all over, he'll be arranged. He'll be arraigned out. <laughs> that is, unless he can't make bail, which is entirely possible considering his budgetary problems. Uh, I heard too. Well, I was listening to the game on another radio station because you happen to be out of range. Uh, I heard two back-to-back radio commercials for Kelly. And they've been running some awful, awful stuff against her, but these really took the cake. And, and one was worse than the other. It was talking about how for years or decades, I can't remember the exact verbiage, she had let criminals and rapists and murderers and you know, out of prison, out of jail, onto the streets. And, uh, you know, without implying that they had been given no time at all. And I was just, I thought, it's astounding to me that these third-party groups can run ads like this. And then, of course, at the end, I, they said authorized and paid for it by Dan Kelly for justice you know, or for Supreme Court. I mean, these guys know no bottom. It's incredible. Well, Ron, they, they really don't. Uh, the only bottom we've seen, and thank you for your call and listening to the greatest radio show ever, wish you could hear our Brewers broadcast, our flagship Brewer station, WISS 1100 AM and 98.3 FM out of Oshkosh. Give it a try. You might be surprised. And then, of course, we've got WRCE in Richland Center also playing it out there, 1450 AM, 107.7 FM. So we do have some brewers for you. Uh, Dan Kelly never actually sat as a judge on a court, so you can't attack his judicial record because he's woefully underqualified for the job. And if you looked at actually what the Milwaukee Bar Association said, and, you know, you could say, well, you know, Milwaukee's a liberal city, but every lawyer in Milwaukee's liberal because about three quarters, I believe it, more than two thirds of the Bar Association members in Milwaukee found Dan Kelly unqualified to do his job. And, of course, when he cast dispersions about Protasiewicz and her soft-on-crime attitude letting people out, well, he was literally defense counsel for sexual offenders. And I'm not saying they don't deserve a legal defense, but I wouldn't be the guy giving them legal defense. Not if I wanted to be a tough-on-crime sort of future law and order justice to the Wisconsin Supreme Court because it's a bad look. You know what I'm saying? It's real bad look, Dan. That and, oh yeah, Dom, there's the whole being on the wrong side of the insurrection, the coup against the United States, 
I mean, really, that should be a disqualifier right there, not just for running for elective office. I mean, perhaps to his personal freedom. Dan Kelly better get himself a good effing criminal defense attorney. He advised on the coup. He advised on the false elector scheme. The criminal, I would assert, false elector scheme here in the state of Wisconsin. And how do I know that? Because he went on the debate stage with Janet Protasiewicz. And he said, oh, I didn't, I didn't do all of that. But what he didn't do is deny or say, I gave contrary legal advice they didn't follow. Because he was down for the coup. Don't make them down for you. Vote Janet Protasiewicz. Come back, more devils. The Devil's Advocates. Sausage making never looked so good. Before you accuse me, take a look at yourself. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Monday edition. Brewers had their home opener today. A blowout victory. Glorious. 10-0 over the Mets. Meet the Mets. They got a game tomorrow at 640. Also, if you didn't know, Little election day here in the great state of Wisconsin, tomorrow, April 4th. You should be voting. At minimum, you need to be voting in a state Supreme Court race. We would recommend moving Wisconsin forward on so many topics by voting for Janet Protasiewicz. However, if you prefer the politics of 1849 before women and let's say black people had the right to vote, and of course, women didn't have any choice over reproductive health of their own body. If you want to go back to that, then Dan Kelly absolutely is your guy. Don't you mean stay stay at that? Because isn't that kind of where we are right now? Yeah, that is where we are here uh-huh. in the state of Wisconsin right now. And of course, we have perhaps the most partisan gerrymandered maps in our nation's history. Uh, and they don't leave for much representative governance here in the state of Wisconsin. And if you're sick of it, Maybe consider voting for Protosiewicz. Dom, I got some good news on the home front. Little show right. note. We are playing out today on a shiny new affiliate, Dom. Ooh. The Buzz of the North. WBZH in Hayward, Wisconsin. 9, 10 a.m. Our brand new Civic Media affiliate. It's up and running. It's on the air. So tell your friends in the Northwoods. We're coming for them. The buzz. I like it. The buzz. WBZH. You should see our logo. It's got a pretty cool mosquito. You know, it's kind of Wisconsin's other state bird. <laughs> right, other or state bird. But let me ask you, Dom, the other thing we've acknowledged and sort of, you know, looked towards is the arraignment of Donald Trump. And let's not forget, Dan Kelly is effectively a big lie supporter. He is a pro-coup Republican advising lawyer specifically for the state and the national party. I mean, this is Dan Kelly's guy getting indicted. Doing well, just he, short no, of he was on the payroll or, you know, contracted for what, $120,000, something like that. I mean, between the state and uh, the, the national party. And, and according to testimony of Andrew Hitt, the former Wisconsin Republican state party chair to the January 6th commission had extensive talks with Mr. Kelly about the fraudulent elector scheme. Yeah. Troublesome. Well, and and don't forget Gableman, the corrupted former Supreme Court justice, and Kelly, although he, you know, objected to it being called a tour, they went on tour together. The big lie <laughs> tour, 2022, it's right? A, it's not a tour. It's not a tour. 
And of course, the the powers that be are still pressuring Wisconsin lawmakers to this day to overturn the outcome of the 2020 election. We've already gone through a midterm and soon to be a state Supreme Court race tomorrow that you need to vote for Janet Protasiewicz in. And they're still trying to redo 2020. The guy's running in 2024 and he's still trying to redo the 2020 outcome. And of course, try to get a get out of jail free card. 844-967-2789. Our pal, L.A. Tom, how you doing on the leftist coast, Tom? Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. First off, uh, I'm good. First off, we the people ultimately are the government, and we must never forget that. And everyone needs to show that tomorrow by getting out and voting for Justice Janet. Um, I also wanted to say that uh, to all the people in the northwestern part of Wisconsin and also the northern part of Wisconsin, you know, just because a woman has the right to choose does not mean that she's going to choose to terminate a pregnancy. It's either a woman's right to choose or big government's right to choose. And for all you people that are conservatives out there, thinking that government gets too much intrusion into people's lives, well, you're putting the most intrusion into a person's life. The decision should be between a woman, her doctor, and her partner, period. End of sentence. It doesn't mean 80, I would guess 85% of the women out there choose actually to have a child. But you know what? It's her choice, not government's. So think about that when you go into the voting booth tomorrow. And think about the fact that if you really are a person that's for, you know, justice and a reality-based world, most of the people in Wisconsin vote for the Democratic Party. It's just that it's so gerrymandered that the maps are so unfair that that may, that'll be the end of it tomorrow when Justice Janet gets there. So please think about it. Examine your conscience and really think about the fact that if you're a person that's really a, you know, a pro-life person like I am, and I'm pro-life in all cases, um, then get off your fat ass and go out there and maybe try to counsel someone not to terminate a pregnancy if that's what you want to do. But instead, you want government to tell a woman what to do with her body? Come on, people. This is, I mean, this is conservative 101, I would think. Tom, here's the only concern. The only objection I take with what you say is you say effectively, if the state of Wisconsin elects Janet Protasiewicz, it's like we waved a magic wand and so many of these problems are going to solve themselves through the judicial process. And unfortunately, that may not be the case, Tom. You know, you got to have the the right lawsuit coming at the right time. Uh, Even some of these lawsuits are going to get there before, like the abortion lawsuit. They will hear oral arguments on that before Janet Protasiewicz would be on the court, even if she wins tomorrow. No, so we, absolutely. But but the thing is, fair maps is really, really where it all comes into, into play. And the thing is, come on, people in Wisconsin, be fair. I mean, you are a fair state. Lived there most of my life. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a fair, pragmatic state. And for you guys to fall for the, I mean, I'll tell you what, guys, there should be a commercial on right now that says, 
this is your brain. This is your brain when you listen to right wing hate radio and then have a picture of Marjorie Taylor Greene from last night because <laughs> she said her father listened to right wing radio when she was growing up the whole time. And we wonder, this is a second generation of, of Limbaugh diddleheads and, and right wing radio that thank God we have civic media. And for Ron out there, Ron, if you want, I'm in California. I'm in L.A. I listen to uh, this station every day, probably a little too much, but I listen to this station <laughs> every day on, on Civic Media app. Go, go download that app, and you'll listen to the Brewer game on your, you cannot on your phone. cannot listen to the Brewer game <laughs> on the Civic Media app. We do not have the streaming rights. Major League Baseball would kick well, my fat ass. Get it together, Critty. <laughs> Get it together, <laughs> Tom, appreciate all the kind words, uh, but we don't have the streaming rights on the Milwaukee Brewers. If we could, we would. We don't have that right. But you can listen to them, you know, on the air. We're playing them out every day. That's all I can offer, folks. Otherwise, you can tune in. We'll tell you. The Brewers won 10 to nothing. They're Tops in the Central Division, three and one right now, Tom. And you could probably win some tickets if you ask nice. Got to come up with some arbitrary criterion. But oh, for tomorrow's game, I think I got some tickets for tomorrow. Oh, you know, here's now, the other four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Here, uh, Tom, wait, wait, thanks for the call. And I just wanted to throw out there the, you know. They can't win the argument, right? They can't go out and convince people not to have the abortion per se, uh, because the majority of people don't feel that that believe the way that those religious people feel. They're not winning the argument, so they must use the force of government uh, to control whether or not a woman can have an abortion. They must use the force of government to determine uh, whether or not, even though the majority of people want Medicaid expansion or a Medicare for all uh, option. Uh, they, they, they use the force of government to their own ends, which is a minority rule. Legal weed, state of Wisconsin. We're surrounded by legal cannabis all the way around us in Wisconsin, perhaps with the exception of Iowa. Um, they need the government, which is so ironic considering they consider themselves as you know, small government uh, Republicans and, and mega and all that, right? But what do they do when they have the force of government, the use of government? They enact their, their own policies that are a minority uh, in, this, in this country. And that's one of the big problems that we have. And that's what you get when you have a gerrymander, at least here in the state of Wisconsin. My only fear, and, and the solution begins tomorrow with a vote for Janet Protasiewicz. If you're in Wisconsin, that's the only chance we got for like a decade. Yeah, right. So it starts there. But I would say it may not be exclusively the domain of the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Let's not forget this one's been up the flagpole a couple times to the U.S. Supreme Court. Remember, even the casting, uh, uh, Tony Evers vetoed the Republican map, the least changed map. The, the gubernatorial veto, which was well within, within his power. The state Supreme Court said, we uphold. It goes up to the U.S. Supreme Court. They said, we don't like your outcome. And what Hagedorn do? Flipped his vote. And I don't even blame the guy because when the U.S. Supreme Court directs you to find a different outcome, well, if it ain't hamburger A, I guess we're going with hamburger B, aren't we? But let's not assume it's a magic bullet. The fight just begins. First, you got to get fair representation on the court. 
Then you got to win, and then you got to hope it holds up through multiple appeals to the U.S. Supreme Court. And then they got to recast the maps, and then we might have some fairness. But if you don't vote for Protosawitz, we're just freaking screwed. So that's the alternative. Screwed forever or starting to fight the good fight. Or go fight. vote tomorrow. <laughs> Take your choice. 844-967-2789. You know what? Pretty much every call from out of state is coming from a legal marijuana state. Like Andrew from D-Town. How you doing, man? Hey, Andrew. Oh, taking part in that legal marijuana over here in Detroit. No, the kidding, guys. If I was there, I'd be doing it. I know you would. I know you won't. Come on over. I got some. I just don't use it. Like, nah, yeah. Um, you've got a vote in Detroit, uh, in Wisconsin. Look at what we were able to do in Michigan once the maps were redrawn. And I just heard you talking about, well, then it might get up to the Supreme Court. Well, like Andrew Jackson said, you made the law, now enforce it. Where is the Supreme Court's police? Where is their army? Once they say Wisconsin can't do this, Tony Evers says, now you enforce your law. So, you know. Is that our new attitude? You and what army? Come on, man. That's how the Republicans govern. I don't want Tony Evers to, to overturn the will of the Supreme Court. Uh, not not that he's the sort. I got to tell somebody's you, Andrew, he's not the guy to stand up. Gotta, somebody's finally got to stand up to this wackadoo Supreme Court and say, enough. And hopefully it might be somebody like Tony Evers. You can't let them get away with this. You've got to listen more to Stephanie Miller. We can't let them get away with this. <laughs> right? Right? Andrew, thank you for your call. Uh, Michigan has a different way of doing things. It's my understanding that Michigan created legal abortion in the state through constitutional referendum, through the will of the people. A binding referendum. A- and part of the problem we have here is we have no direct democracy. It's only through the election of elected figures. We have advisory referendums. Uh, The only constitutional referendums have to go through the gerrymandered legislature twice. So unless they're god-awful, they're not going through the legislature. Unless they're voter-suppressive, they're not going through the legislature. Unless they're recasting who's the... Uh, Chief Justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, they're not going through the legislature. Unless it is to diminish their political opponents, they don't bring it up. And of course, it's it's bad, basically a battle between the bad ideas of the Republicans, the veto power of the Democratic governor, and nobody's satisfied. Ain't nobody happy because there is no governance. There's no compromise. We got extremists on the right, and we got Tony Evers on the left. And there is no middle ground. There's just chaos. That ain't a way to run a state. Come back. More devils. We'll tell you how to run this state, but starts with the phone call. 844-96-PARTY. You can't keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it.
The Devil's Advocates know how to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and we're all out of bubblegum. And we're back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Join us on the phones at 844-967-2789. Dominic, two rounds of storms are expected to roll into Wisconsin on Tuesday night and Wednesday morning. I care more about the Tuesday night round of storms. Experts at the National Weather Service say the elements needed for another severe weather event, similar to the one that brought a handful of tornadoes to southern Wisconsin last week, are already lining up. That ain't good news. There are still some factors that we are waiting on, but we are already starting to see a lot of those ingredients that cause severe weather to happen, uh, according to Taylor Patterson, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. With conditions developing in a similar fashion to last week, here's what to know and when and where the storm might hit. Because don't forget, tomorrow's election day. You don't want to have this hanging over you. You don't want to have to be at work all day and you're thinking about the fact, oh man, I got to hurry up and vote. Oh geez, there's severe weather on the way. I don't want to die over it, right? No one wants to (laughs) die over voting. So I would suggest not waiting till the end of the day. Go in the morning. Dom, I'm going to go vote in the morning. Then I'm going to join you at the WAUK studios. And tomorrow we're going to do a three-hour extended Super Duper Devil's Advocates radio show. And we're going to be joined by one of the best of guests, Maggie Dawn, Milwaukee County Corporate Counsel. She was on the other side of the, uh, what do they call it? The Trump recount. She was the lawyer that held. She's our guest tomorrow on the big show. You're going to want to listen to that. And of course, we mentioned Brewers game at 640 and a couple of our fine affiliates. Well, you're not going to want to mess with that. So you're going to need to get your voting in earlier in the day because could have big storms in the Milwaukee area, especially. Rain is expected to start at 4 p.m. Tuesday, and the peak period is likely to last from 5 to 11 p.m. So if you work till five o'clock, the severe storms are going to be rolling in about the time you get off work. And you can tune us in. We'll give you weather reports. We'll tell you if you got to be worried. But don't miss voting because of some crappy weather. That's not a good reason to end up with an 1849 abortion law forever because it's a rainy day and I can't get to the polling place. I'm going to get wet. I'm so sweet. Vote early. That's my recommendation. It's Wisconsin. Dress for the weather. We know how to do it around here. We'll get there. I'm confident. 50 mile per hour winds, one and a half inches of rain. Dress for that. That's all I'm saying. 844-967-2789. Crudy, we brought it up. Let's get to it a little bit more before Ben Wickler, Wisconsin, Democratic Party chair, joins us at the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, we brought it up. General Sentinel reporting National Democrats signal they will focus on flipping these two Wisconsin House seats in 2024. The Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the DCCC, said a plan to target the state's first and third congressional districts held by Republican U.S. Reps Brian Stile and insurrectionist bastard Derek Van Orden in the upcoming election cycle. They were among 33 districts nationwide that the committee included in its list of seats in play, quote-unquote, for next year. 
The DCCC withdrew backlash from Wisconsin Dems in 2022 for declining to invest in the Western Swing District that Van Orden flipped for Republicans, said the two seats are, quote, offensive target districts that will help Democrats win back the House majority in 2024. With Wisconsin being a presidential battleground, there's an opportunity to flip both these districts, especially when you consider style and Van Orden's out of touch and extreme records, the DCCC said in a statement on Monday. Both Democrats and Republicans in Washington see themselves as on the offensive heading into a presidential election year. Republicans will be looking to win back the Senate and expand their slim House majority, but multiple national Democratic groups have now signaled that Wisconsin could play a major role in their effort to flip the house back to their control. Dominic, if you want to see that happen, it starts tomorrow. Here's what I mean. It's not just the Supreme Court race on the ballot, right? We've got a special election. And, buddy, you get to vote in this thing. I can't believe you don't talk about this more. We've got Jody habish Sinekin, a lawyer from the, what, northern Milwaukee marketplace. And we've had her on the show a couple times. And her opponent wrote a letter to the vice president on January 5th, you know, of 2020, the day before the insurrection, and suggested the vice president should, you know, kick it back to the state legislatures, which in the state of Wisconsin is gerrymandered and overwhelmingly Republican, and they would do the right thing. You know, like throw out the will of the people. Exactly. They're the right thing. The Trump team did ask the Wisconsin Supreme Court to do, and it was only through the 4-3 vote of Brian Hagedorn that we didn't see the will of Wisconsin voters overturned by the Supreme Court. So you definitely got to vote for another liberal, air quotes, on the Wisconsin Supreme Court because we don't want to see that in play again in 2024. But if you want to see the DCCC get involved in Wisconsin elective campaigns, if you're in the 8th Senate District, and Dom, that's you in Whitefish Bay, that's right? That's me, baby. That's right. That's my Senate district. Alberta Darling retired in December. A special election on the ballot. The Democrat, Jody Habish-Sinekin, a far stronger candidate. And the insurrectionist Republican, Dan Canodal, will continue the insurrectionist ways. In fact, stated during his campaign that if he had the chance, he would go and impeach... Supreme Court justice nominee, or at least candidate, uh, Janet Protasiewicz, you know, because he's a moderate. <laughs> right, right. That's the guy, the insurrection guy that wrote the letter to the, to the vice president wanting to discard, discard democracy in the state, overrule the will of the people, the majority of the people. This guy, they came up with a plan. But and who and who who did they discuss this plan with, Crudy? Of course. Wisconsin Supreme Court former appointed justice Daniel Kelly. I mean, th- this whole thing—it's so incestuous. Oh, it corrupt. is, man. It just—it it keeps popping up. These guys, and and there's no, there's no, you know, there's no apology. You know, this letter that they wrote to Pence. Oh, all these, all these irregularities. These things. We're concerned. We we got to answer questions for our constituents. We must, we must have a ten day delay. No, nothing back saying, oh, sorry, we were totally wrong. It was all BS. None of that. They're still into it. It doesn't even matter. It's a means to an end. Dominic, they were wrong on December 14th of 2020 when the actual electoral college votes were cast in the state of Wisconsin for the winner of the state, Joe Biden. He won by 21,000 votes. They had gathered at the Wisconsin state capitol and they cast their votes. But in parallel, there were 
criminally a criminal conspiracy going on to cast fraudulent electors on behalf of Donald Trump. Well, that decision by the Wisconsin Supreme Court that I referenced prior, you know, could we throw out a couple hundred thousand Milwaukee and Dane County Democratic absentee ballots? Well, by a 4-3 vote on December 14th, the Wisconsin Supreme Court said there is no other path to overturning the election Donald Trump. Yet the false electors went forward with their scheme later that day. And it was what? Almost two weeks later when Dan Canodal? Three weeks later when Dan Canodal wrote his letter, passed final determination by the Wisconsin Supreme Court, passed the casting of the Electoral College. Hey, why don't we just kick it back here for 10 days? Let's blow up the dates on the calendar, the official dates, and see if that doesn't throw us into a constitutional crisis, which is just what we want. And by the way, vote for me. I'm Dan Canodal. I could be your state senator. I no, prefer hell no. Jody Habish Seneca. Fine yeah. guest joining us next. He is Ben Wickler, chairman of the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. Don't boo. 